Visible is a wireless carrier that is not invisible. It is pretty clear from the name, actually, radio waves are invisible. And I can say this with authority as a licensed amateur radio operator. That being said, Visible won't be giving you the power to see light outside the visible spectrum. It's actually way better because having that ability would make getting around very difficult and distracting. What you do get with Visible is unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You get one line of wireless, just $25 a month, which is great in these times of economic uncertainty. That is one line for $25, taxes and fees included. So whatever you're doing at this moment, please stop. Switch immediately. Now, monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Wir gerne sehen in was ist los. It's dein Freundo, Seth. I'm learning German. Yeah, in case you didn't know what that was. That is me trying to impress you with the little German that I know. Right now, I am actually learning German. I took it in high school. I goofed off the entire time. I did some other language learning apps. They taught me things like where the taxi stand is and how to find a bus, um, but not a lot of conversational uh German. Thankfully, that's what Babbel is all about. Babbel teaches you language conversationally, which let's face it, that is what you want to know anyway. I don't know. When I was in school, you learned like how to count. You learned like the colors. You learned the shapes. Those are all important things, but they don't help you when you're in uh, like Cologne, Germany with Ein Nierenstein, which by the way is German for kidney stone, uh, an experience I can unfortunately speak personally to. But I've been using Babbel to learn to speak German again, uh, better than I have before. I actually really like it because it is conversational. It's a little bit more relaxed. One of the things that it does that I really like is it'll sometimes show you what the literal English translation is. And I don't know why, but I find that very helpful in sort of understanding the structure, the grammar of a language and sort of putting myself into that mind space. Since I'm only in Germany for Gamescom, which is like a week, week and a half, I'm not immersed in the German language. I'm not immersed in German culture. So what I do is the second best thing. I'm taking Babbel. Hopefully this year when I go to Germany, I'll be able to impress all the Germans with how much German I know from learning through Babbel. The app has pronunciation recognition, so you'll be able to learn how to speak better with your accent, how to actually properly pronounce the words. That way you won't get made fun of by a, a group of older German men because you said Apfelstrudel and not Apfelstrudel. Um, no, it's really cool. Uh, I'm going to say right now there is a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now you can get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners because you guys are the best ones, by the way, at babbel.com slash realm. Get 60% off at babbel.com slash realm. That is spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash realm. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode of Nintendo Voice Chat is sponsored by PUBG Mobile. Listen! Welcome to Nintendo Voice Chat, episode 431. I'm your host, Zach Ryan. Today, I'm joined by Per Schneider. Zach, Zach! Thomas Tater Tots Marks. Hello! And Casey DeFritis. Hello! We're back. We've missed you so yeah. much, Casey. Yeah, welcome I've back. I've missed you guys, too. I yeah. shouldn't be here, but I'm here anyway. Where the heck have you been? <laughs> I've been working on the Red Dead walkthrough. Yeah. But then you heard Smash and... Yeah, Smash, Smash and Pokemon. Back. I'm That's here. It. Yeah, yep. I knew I, we couldn't do the show without you this week, so I, I went over to Sam, and I grabbed him by his mustache, and I threatened him. I said, you gotta give us Casey, or else... I, I saw it happen. I don't really know what else would happen. I feel like <laughs> Sam would probably really beat me up badly, but, um, no, it's, it's really good to have you back. I know that guide season, uh, or guides especially get intense in the fourth quarter and, you know, the holiday season. So you guys have been working your butts off. Red Dead is a huge, huge game. Like, so big. I, yeah. I mean, what all five of our full-time guides writers are working on Red Dead, which is absolutely insane. Yep. Um, that's in my time at IGN. I don't think that's ever happened. No, it's, it's the first time, right? Yeah. Yeah. We but, go big for GTA. Like, yeah. It's because those games, like to this day, so GTA five, um, cheats and walkthroughs day over day are still our highest rated, like most viewed pages, yep. right? Always. Yeah. So I think we anticipate the same kind of thing with Red Dead. And so we yep. just kind of threw the whole team at that's interesting. Um, sorry, I got distracted by that camera angle. Um, 
So we just throw the whole team at it and try to find all the secrets and stuff first, yep. right? And like be and, the first to the punch. And you'll do the same for Smash once it's out. Yes. Yeah. And Casey, 100%. Casey, how many words have you written in the Red Dead Guide? About 50,000. Okay. 30, 50? 50. 50,000 50, words. Oh my God. I think about 35,000 of those were written in the first six days that I had the game. That's oh really God. insane. Wow. Yeah. I don't and know when, if I've written 50,000 words in like total. And when Overall. is, uh, when, is yeah. when can we expect Red Dead Redemption 2 to come to the Nintendo Switch? Um, uh, far off in the year 2032. I've predicted the future. <laughs> or in Should two lie. weeks on Japan's streaming service. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'd be cool. I'd be into that. Yeah, right. Before we get too Not far really. down the line, I do have some, some news for you guys on FanFest. I'm sure, uh, y'all are excited for FanFest coming in December. Now, this isn't new news because it's literally the same copy I've read for the last couple of weeks, but here it is. You make it so exciting. Come celebrate the years in games with IGN at our FanFest presented by Fruit Loops. Your favorite game makers, streamers, and game personalities will all be there like Tom Marks, and we want you to join us Friday, December 7th in Los Angeles. Stay tuned for more details on how you can be part of the action. That's nice. Yeah. That's, well, isn't that the date that Smash comes out? Yes, it is. Guys, what are you doing? So, <laughs> so come and join us and play. Maybe people will be playing Smash at FanFest. Oh, look, we, we don't often, um, we don't often head down to LA, so this is an opportunity to meet some folks we, from up in San Francisco. Yeah, I don't know if you know this. Yep. We have a whole team. I know, but it's our entertainment team. So they they will be there as well. So if you enjoy our movies and comics and TV content, come swing by. Say hi. Now, there is a little behind-the-scenes stuff that I wanted to talk about today before we get into the big topic, which is, of course, the Smash Direct that happened this morning. Yeah. Um, Sorry for the show being late. We did delay it so that we could cover the news because this is what always happens with NBC, I feel like, (laughs) is we record the show and then something huge happens that night or the next day and we have to wait a full week to talk about it. At least they warned us this time. I know. We got a little bit of a heads up, which was nice, but we were originally supposed to record this on October 31st, Mm -hmm. which colloquially known... As Halloween, All yeah. Hallows Eve. You had the your night, costume too. The yeah. Where the dimension, the, the walls between the dimensions are thinner than they've ever been before and the spooks come out and it's very frightening. So you would have been so disappointed wearing that costume as to what character I legitimately got made, I legitimately made the choice to, to wear that costume this year because I'm hosting NBC. I don't know if I'll be hosting NBC next year what? around this time. So it's like, okay, I better go ahead and like get this out now. So <laughs> there, here's my costume. I dressed up as <laughs> Waluigi, of course. So good. Yeah. There I am in front of the Mushroom Kingdom or the, the castle, Pe- Peach's Castle. Pretty proud of that one. Yep. Uh, that's like a true New York Waluigi. Yeah. It's yeah. really good. Yeah. Hey. Uh, also, uh, those, those overalls that I'm wearing there, those might make a comeback. I was pretty comfy looks, in those overalls. <laughs> <laughs> looks a little bit like Trevor from GTA too. Well, yeah, I got I a little, say, I got yeah. a tra- bit of a Trevor vibe going yep, for yep. me. Uh, Pear, what did you dress up as? <laughs> I dressed up as a, a managing editor. Okay. Uh, oh, so yeah, that's right. You're Sam. You I, I dressed up, up as Sam. Sam Claiborne. I had yeah. my Sam Claiborne mustache and the full Sam Claiborne outfit. And I was very proud that Sam looked at me and said, is that my jacket? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, <laughs> he very seemed, accurate. Uh, maybe a little unamused by that costume. I, I think he's seen it so many times now. Imitation so? is the highest really? form of flattery. Well, and Tom, what was your costume? Uh, I was Deku from That's My right. Hero Academia, mm-hmm. and I was very happy with it. Yeah, it was like great. A month making that costume. Really good costume. Yeah. Yeah. With his mom, yeah. which is extra canon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. De- Deku's mom makes, makes the his costume. costume. Yeah. So I made that costume. That's with great. My mom. And Casey was? I was Morgana, codename Mona, from Persona 5. Yeah. Oh, no, and your cool. costume was really great, too. Thank you. Yeah. Yep. So, obviously, the biggest news today, uh, all the just insane amount of information we got from the Smash Direct, and we will get there, but there are a few games that I wanted to talk about before we really dig into Smash, so mm-hmm. uh, let's talk about some games that are coming out this week, starting with uh, Diablo 3. So Diablo 3, uh, sort of infamous hack and slash dungeon crawler RPG loot grind uh, on Nintendo Switch where it's found a home uh, in its latest iteration, and it is awesome. Mm-hmm. I've been playing it. Uh, I played a little bit. Brian and I did a, a Link Together reboot. Yeah. Which was pretty cool. Uh, have you been playing it as well? No, I haven't. I haven't gotten a copy yet. I, I played it at a, a couple of events, and obviously, I uh, I really I've sank my teeth into it on PC when it first came out, and mm-hmm. then I played it again when it hit PlayStation Four. So I've spent uh, probably over a hundred hours in the world of Diablo Three. I always dug it because it, it's. I'm, as a kid, I was a big fan of Gauntlet. Yeah, you know, just mm-hmm. the yeah. the concept of picking different character classes with slightly different attacks, and then just with friends teaming up and going through these dungeons. And Diablo really kind of is that spiritual successor mm-hmm. to Gauntlet. You know, there's no more Gauntlet Legends, right? No, right. No. Um, yeah, and I, I just spend way too much time in it, and I'm I'm very excited to do this now on the go when traveling yeah. with my family. I'm. 
I'm probably gonna have to buy four copies. It is it is kids. really awesome to to be on the bus or something and pop it open and play some Diablo. I mean, it's been fun for me to just kind of get in there, loot grind for a little while, tuck it away, get to work. You know, like it's a it's an awesome like you wouldn't think about it in this way, but it is an awesome game to take like on the road. Well, so. it's one it's one of the experiences that I think makes the Switch so great. Right? Mm-hmm. It's one of the games that you're like, wow can't believe i have this full game in my mm-hmm. pocket it, you know we we've seen things like doom also where it's been very graphically limited but diablo 3 is all like they they had to tune stuff down it doesn't look like the pc version of diablo 3 it's still, but it's, it's really still good, good. it runs yeah. it runs pitch perfect the, like, the art style and the perspective of this game lend it to looking really good mm-hmm. even if it's tuned down a little that's bit. that that blizzard magic you know yeah. uh, I, they they make their games in a way that's totally scalable um yes. and it, still looks great so I, th- I thought when i first saw it running i'm like oh man on the higher levels w- once you power it up it's going to slow down because mm-hmm. you have you start off with very you know, simple attacks. And then you, as you build your character, you get, you get multiple familiars on screen and all this stuff happening, right? You right. can summon the dead to help you depending on your character. And mm-hmm. I thought it was going to chug, but it, it runs really nicely. No, it right? runs smooth all the yeah. way through. Yeah. So is, uh, is Necromancer still OP? Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> Necromancer is definitely, if you haven't played the game, that's the character if you want to level up the fastest. Yeah. And just kick, kick butt. That was a character added later mm-hmm. on. So yeah. It wasn't in the original. This is sort of the definitive edition, I feel like. Of, and, uh, uh, so like you guys, I played on PC and I played again in PS4 actually recently. Mm-hmm. But the Switch version comes with extra stuff like Ganondorf. Yeah. Yeah. So what else does it come with? Well, there there will be. They just announced uh, an amiibo for the mm-hmm. of the loot goblin. Oh yeah. man. Which is a really funny it's amiibo. So weird. Yeah, it yeah, a funny it's amiibo. A, well, it, it's it's strange because the the box, they showed the box yep. too. The box doesn't look like a normal amiibo box. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the actual figure is the Loot Goblin Cute But Deadly series Blizzard figure. It's yep. the exact same figurine, just a different color. So this is this amiibo where it's the first time we've seen them pretty much just take yep. a figurine that already existed and was admittedly already really cool looking and just turn it into an amiibo, which is interesting. I don't awesome. know if I don't like it or not. Yeah, our, our very own Ryan McCaffrey gave this game a 9.0 on yep. Switch. It is excellent, and uh, I, I'm having a hell of a time playing it. It's, it's great. Like, I'm having a blast, and I, I hope that you guys pick it up as well, because it it is sort of the definitive edition of this game. And speaking of definitive editions, we've got another one I wanted to talk about real quick, like Nat's Grim Fandango Remastered. This is an all-time classic coming out for Switch. Yep. Just Showed up on the eShop today. Yeah. Uh, yeah. One of those sort of unceremonious things where it was like, oh yeah, here's this too, which is nice. <laughs> yeah, just a, a wonderful adventure game with a really, really cool art style. And um, probably one of the funniest games I've ever played. It's so funny. Yeah, it's got that Tim Schafer humor. Yeah. Humor. Did you review this game? I didn't review old it. PC gamer career or anything? <laughs> no, no, no. I didn't, I haven't done anything like that with it, but I have, I mean, I've played it. It's a classic, right? Yeah. It's, it's, it's one of the adventure games where when you play it nowadays, like it's still so funny, but there are so many things that it did at the time too that you sort of take for granted now just because it is, it, it led the way in a lot of those things with a lot, with a lot of other adventure games. I'm not saying it alone, but, yeah. uh, yeah, it's a, it's a little piece of history and the fact that it fits on the Switch is just wonderful. Just so nice. How long is the game? Uh, I'm actually not sure. Yeah. I mean, it depends. Like, these old adventure games, there are parts that are so obtuse that you could get stuck <laughs> yeah. forever, yeah. you know, like that's, that's the thing. I think one of the first challenges in this game, you have to take like a balloon to a thing and fill it up with like a glue and it just doesn't, none yeah. of it makes sense why Classic you, Classic adventure yeah, game. it's just like so ob- obscure, um, and obtuse, but, uh, I, I don't know. I can't imagine this game would be longer than maybe t- eight hours, 10 hours. Yeah, it's maybe not even hours. that long. I, I always get so sad when, you know, when I see Grim Fandango, I get so nostalgic for the Lucasfilm games the yeah. game days, right? Like if you played the dig, another great mm-hmm. adventure game back then. And then even before it, I had, had a home computer with Lucasfilm games, like yeah. uh, the Eidolon and rescue and fractalis and ball blazer. And it's like, ah, they need to come back in some form, please. Yeah. Well, we'll see if we get the other remasters because there's a yep. the full throttle yeah, remaster. There's a the yeah. remaster. The yeah. There's mm-hmm. the monkey Island game. Like mm-hmm. I, I think Monkey Island would be more difficult because that is actually Lucas. But uh, yeah, we'll see if we get more of those. Yeah. I hope we do. Yeah. Uh, and then the last game that I wanted to talk about uh, is Transistor, uh, which is one of my favorite games from the last generation. Um, Transistor is by Supergiant, uh, the same guys behind Bastion and Pyre, which Pyre is like a really, really cool game if you guys haven't checked that out. But Transistor is this sort of weird hybrid of like strategy action rpg mm-hmm. but it tells this really cool story about uh the sword that's like possessed 
and you're on a quest to find your husband in this game and or your boyfriend, I forget, but it, it's such a cool game. Have you had an opportunity to play Transistor? Yeah. Spent a lot of time with it? Yeah. Bastion was, so Bastion is one of probably in my top 20 games mm-hmm. of all time. Like I love Bastion. Transistor for me was a, a little disappointing when I first played it, uh-huh. uh, just because of how, I, I think I was expecting Bastion and it was, it's different very, di- than that. very, well that's the thing about Supergiant is all their games are so different yeah, from one another. Yeah. And so that's on me. That's not on the game itself. The thing I will say that this is just so gorgeous. It's yeah. the the art style of any Supergiant game is just beautiful and vibrant mm-hmm. and so colorful and so unique. And then on top of that, the audio, the your main character yeah, in the, the game music is in this a, game is amazing. He's a singer, yeah. you're like yeah. a night's club singer, and the music in this game is just so great. Yeah. Uh yeah, it's it's one that I think probably will not resonate with everyone. Like there's a good chance you'll get this and just kind of not be into it. But it's really, really cool and unique and I think it's definitely worth looking at. So mm-hmm. out of a possible 10 toms, how many toms do you give it? Uh, that's a tough scale. I'd yeah. say like seven toms. Seven toms. Yeah. But I'd, give it not... at least, I'd give it at least eight toms. Maybe oh. even eight and a half toms. <laughs> well, yeah. seven toms is uh, is amazing on this game. Right. Whereas yeah. seven Ryans is merely good. No, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, they're, they're, I mean – when you look at the eShop, by the way, just d- don't be scared, but it's just full again with new games mm-hmm. that some, <laughs> many of uh, which we haven't played, but Brian has played. So yeah. I'm sure we'll hear more on that. So we get, we often get these emails usually every Thursday from Nintendo that's like, here's, you know, four yep. or five selects and then a list of games that the other games that have come out. And it's like, usually there's a few selects and then like a few other games that they want, you know, this, these are also available. Yeah. This week's list was like, 15 additional games it's just like so many games yeah. and, it, and it's something in every genre I mean we, we talked about, about Save Me Mr. Ta- Taco last week uh, that's a fun little throwback game mm-hmm. for the Game Boy I've been playing Swap This it's okay. basically like think of like Candy Crush where you have like a color match game I'd rather can, not but you can change things <laughs> Dude, Candy Crush don't don't diss it it, it was a money grabbing game but sure. it was a smart game no but this is like you can switch any, any things on a screen uh, they don't have to be next to each other so mm-hmm. it's like a cool puzzle game for like three bucks i think so there's a whole bunch of cool stuff across all different genres but uh, we should probably focus on on the big game yeah <laughs> yeah what do you think yeah let's do it uh so it's not monster hunter no. and it's not pokemon Sorry, Casey. but it is Here we go. experience the mobile game ign calls a remarkable technical achievement PUBG mobile is the official mobile version of player unknowns battlegrounds Enjoy eye-popping graphics, super smooth controls, and a variety of exciting play modes. Parachute onto a remote island for a winner-takes-all showdown. Survive pulse-pounding 100-player battles on a remote island filled with danger and opportunity. Make your way through sprawling rural and urban environments as you scavenge weapons, vehicles, and supplies inside a relentless, shrinking battle zone. Mix it up with different play modes that include teaming up with up to three players in squad matches. Drop in, gear up, and stay alive. Live as long as you can. No Techie declares PUBG Mobile the daddy of Battle Royal. Defeat every player, stay in the zone, and before you know it, you'll be shouting your victory cry, winner, winner, chicken dinner. Download the official version of PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds for free. Go to your Android or iOS store and type PUBG Mobile. Collect a special reward using the link and promo code provided in the episode description. Play now. Super Smash, Super Smash Brothers, Brothers and it has which has Monster, Monster Hunter, Hunter and Pokemon and Pokemon yeah, in it. Yeah, so this is a game tailor made for Casey DeFridis. Uh, yes. Congratulations. Yeah. Uh, no, this Nintendo Direct, as most, just kind of came out of the blue. I think we were all kind of anticipating a final Smash Direct yep. uh, before the launch of the game on December seventh. Uh, could not have seen the amount of information coming. No. And like I was talking to Pear earlier this week when this got announced, and it's just like. I'm so tired of talking about Smash. Like, I, I've kind of notoriously, you know, I know the comments are always going to light me up for this, but like, I'm a fair weather Smash fan. I think Smash is <laughs> seven out of ten toms. Like, the weather good, is always fair here. You <laughs> yeah, that's true. Every day. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so when this was, when we found out this news was coming, it was just, just give us a game. Like, I'm tired of talking about it. But, I will say that this direct absolutely blew me away. I think it's yeah. insane the amount of stuff that they're putting in this game. So let's jump right in. They they what? Well, first things what? first. We were kind of anticipating this because there's been all this talk about well, the, the leak, leak, right? Yeah. The leak document. I was going to try to gloss we, over the fact no, that we did a whole episode but, about a fake leak, but yeah, go ahead, Pear. You, I mean, <laughs> I'm you sorry, can't, you can't avoid that. Like some people just have too much time on their hands, and it is virtually impossible, even with the power of thousands of people on Reddit. Talking about Tom. 
Uh, I'm not talking about oh, okay. But <laughs> even with the, the full power of like everybody hanging out on forums and on Reddit, like people couldn't quite figure out whether it was real or fake. And there mm-hmm. were a lot of plausible things saying that maybe it's true. Right, a lot of yeah. a lot of things, and no, it's not true. It, it was, was it turned out to be completely wrong. You got one thing right by accident, and that's about it. I yeah. mean, <laughs> it was a fake leak meant to mess with people and troll people. But to that like faker's credit, he was they a did a really, really good job, really yeah. good fake. <laughs> it was, leak. A, it was yeah. a well orchestrated <laughs> fake yeah, leak. They did a put a lot of layers of like contingency of okay, yeah. if they figured yeah. this out. There's this like yeah. they did so a lot of work. No, of course, people are so excited about the characters showing in shown in that picture that they're going to yeah. bug Nintendo, make them do them as DLC. Characters. I mean, they right. haven't decided what five are coming next. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. you know, we'll get we'll there get to go. the we'll get to the DLC aspect here in a minute. Yeah. But let's start at the top. Uh, they announced two new and final characters for the uh, the initial roster, and uh, and then they announced one more final character. Right. <laughs> so but, yeah. I kind of wanted to talk about the rollout yeah. of these characters as it is, right? Because at uh, E3 this year, when we first got a good look at Smash, uh, they were like, "Here's 64 characters or something yeah, yeah. crazy, like 62. I can't remember how many, but like so many characters." And then in each direct since then, it's been like. Here's two more. Yeah. Here's yeah. three more. And it's just been like, a, like, I wish that it had been more of a, an even kind of reveal yeah. instead of just like everything at once. And then like, oh, okay, here's a couple. But specifically, we're talking today about, uh, Ken mm-hmm. from Street Fighter and Incineroar from Pokemon. Uh, these are the two big characters that got announced yeah. today. Ken, uh, no, everybody was expecting Ken. Yeah. Right? Yeah. As an Echo so, Fighter. Yeah. And uh, we got Ryu in the last Smash. Yeah. Uh, and Ken, Ken is in this one as a, an Echo Fighter for Ryu, but he's a little bit faster. A little bit more fluid, it looks like, and I like, I like that Ken controls uh, in the same way that Ryu does. That if you know how to play Street Fighter, if you're a Street Fighter person, you can play as Ken or as Ryu and use Smash controls, or you can do the button inputs from Street Fighter, and it'll work for these characters as well, which it's I think so is really cool. smart. Yeah, yeah. Um, I. I I've always played when I played Street Fighter. I've always played as Ken or Ryu, so this is good yeah. news for me because that means that I can get in there and yeah, at least not be more. terrible. So, yeah. yeah. Did you notice the little details? Like they even changed his Hadouken. Yeah, like it's a different. Yeah, it's, uh, it, design they did a nice it. like they've been doing a nice thing with these character reveals where they they show the characters, but then they'll also be like, and here's some uh, like a few trivia kind of things about mm-hmm. them. And Ken's was yeah. like, it's a different Hadouken. He's a little bit faster. They also I also like that Ken and Ryu both get this like black ink splash, like that's sort of reminiscent to Street Fighter Four. I, I like that's Cool. Mentioned that Ken originally was Ryu's like Echo Fighter right. in, Street, in Fighter, Street Fighter, yeah, which I guess is why everyone was predicting him to be in here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it totally makes sense. I did not expect this poke. This, uh, this yeah, Fighter, this is though. a pretty wild one, Casey. <laughs> I, uh, I want you to take it away on this. So I don't think this is that wild. I mean, I was discussing like what starter Pokemon they would include because that's usually what they do. They pick a starter Pokemon or a legendary Pokemon like Mewtwo, and Incineroar makes sense because uh, he is the a heal Pokemon. And a heel is the bad guy in oh, wrestling. Oh, not H E A L. Yeah, no, no, H E E L. And the heel is like a bad guy in wrestling. Yep. So he's a wrestler. He's a fighter. Like that's yeah. what he does. It's what this Pokemon's character is all about. So it makes sense to put him in a fighting game. Hmm. And it's really interesting that his reveal is in a um, a ring because, <laughs> like I said, he's a wrestler. And I think one of his first appearances in the Pokemon Sun and Moon anime is in a ring like this fighting three different people and he mm-hmm. finishes the match by doing this Z move, which is a moonsault. Gosh, I don't remember what it's called. I didn't put it in the notes <laughs> if you're looking for it there. Yeah. Malicious moonsault. Yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> but that's interesting because they did the same thing here. Mm-hmm. So they kind of mirrored his introduction in the anime a little bit, which I thought was cool. I, I love that he like bounces people, like he summons a set of ropes and bounces oh, yeah. people off <laughs> of them. And I think it's really funny that they, they even went as far as to mention in the direct that like, oh, after he does every move, he like flexes or, or, yeah, or poses for the crowd mm-hmm. and you can cancel out of that. It looks mm-hmm. pretty easy to do it, but it's really funny. Every time he body slams somebody, he like, he yeah. like flexes for a little while. It's great. Were you happy with the reveal? Yeah, I yeah. think he that, looks really cool. I thought. Did you want Incineroar and Smash? I mean, um, I think I prefer Decidueye a little bit more, mm-hmm. just because I think his moveset would have been a little bit more interesting. Because I mean, he's a big owl that shoots arrows, and I yeah. thought that was cool, super cool. But I always was in the camp that it made more sense to include Incineroar. I'm sorry, Primarina fans, like that just didn't make sense at all. So that was never a thought. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when when I saw the two characters, I was like, oh, cool. But I wasn't. I I had hoped that they had held a stronger character for mm-hmm. the final two reveal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. but didn't they? Well, they did have one more, <laughs> which is actually my favorite out of the three. But but like you know, 
well, Ken is kind of like, all right, you should yeah. have gotten that one out of the way early. It's, yeah. it's interesting to me how the news of leaks or potential leaks or rumors and stuff yeah. actually colored my expectations here. Yeah, you can't Because then that. they said, we're done. There's 74 fighters. This is all of them. And I kind of was like, wait, what? Because like just because of how many rumors and fake leaks and all that stuff there were, yeah. I was expecting more than that. And how many characters Nintendo still has, right? Yeah. Right. And how many they have still. And it's funny because if if you lose perspective, you can be like, this is only two more. Like what? This is yeah. – how could you? This is not enough. But really like <laughs> 74 characters is insane. That's a yeah. ton. Yeah, and that's seventy four sure. if you're counting Pokemon Trainer as, as three. Three, yeah. No, I thought it was seventy four <laughs> oh. if you're counting Pokemon Trainer as one. I think. Yeah, seventy four right? if you're counting oh, okay, Pokemon okay. Trainer as one. Seventy six if you're counting okay. Pokemon Trainer as three, and sixty nine if you're not counting Echo Fighters. There you go. Nice. You got it. Um, you did. And then of course there are five more, and there was yeah. Well, yes. yeah. The, we're, we'll get to that eventually, but uh, <laughs> the, <laughs> the I also roster... want to say that Incineroar looks really fluffy, and I want to give him good pets. Yeah, it will I, mean... I like that he looks so pl- fluffy, but also has just like fire for a yeah. belt. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's how he. That's actually how he shoots fire from the belt. He doesn't breathe mm. fire. He like shoots it. So you'd out say of his belly. you would say that he literally shoots from the hip oh man oh god (laughs) (laughs) no Uh, so good i hate it yeah that's pretty good uh the roster is insane i I think i think it's wild that it starts they showed us that okay here's the initial lineup of characters that you start with it's like eight characters or something from uh, 64 Uh, yeah the same eight characters from 64 uh it might be eight it might be more than that i can't remember if it's eight or nine um but the amount of the amount of characters that you have to unlock in this game just give me anxiety just looking at it because they're it. like because they're like this is what you start with but then don't worry if you play the game long enough here's all these characters and it's just Luckily, rows and rows and rows of characters. If you want to unlock a specific character, you can go to our wiki and oh. figure out how to do that when the game. I thought launches. we talked about these shameless plugs. Hey. I thought we I thought we made an agreement. We never. That if made you're an coming agreement. back to the show, just that Google IGN Smash Brothers wiki. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, that's fine. No, that's not fine. Uh, okay, Zach. Now let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about the real deal of the Smash Direct, at least to me, and that's mm-hmm. the spirit system. So, mm-hmm. if you remember many moons ago, I believe it was in the last Smash Direct, we mm-hmm. saw uh, what appeared to be the title screen or the, the stage select screen uh, from Smash that that had a green blurb or a green icon that was blurred out. Yep. And back then people said, hey, we've unscrambled this and we think that it says spirits. That's so crazy. It's wild yeah. because they're right. Good job. That's exactly yeah, they, what it was. They were sure too because they unscrambled it in English and in Japanese yeah. and mm-hmm. both versions said spirits. Like mm-hmm. it said spirits in Japanese. Right. So so <laughs> this is great. Sakurai introduced this segment by saying that they were doing away with trophies. And I actually have a question here that, that we might as well put in this run of show here. Let me see. It is are you are you as upset as I am about no trophies? Uh, this is coming from Brian Huffman. Sorry. Are you as upset as I am about no trophies? I feel like that was a big part of Smash and now a big part of preserving the history of games and those trophies being re- represented. Now we just get clip art in spirits mode. However... I love that Sakurai prefaced this whole segment by being like, you know, we've decided to do away with trophies and it was really hard to make those trophies. But what we've they were put, 3D model. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But what we've decided to do instead is put an entire different game inside the game because somehow that's easier than yeah. making those 3D models. <laughs> like, um, so it's like an entire mobile game inside yeah, of Smash. It's a gotcha game yeah. inside yeah. of Smash. It's wild. Only you so, don't have to pay. First of all, Spirits. I'm so excited. There are hundreds of them, supposedly, right? Uh-huh. Like, um, and they're, the way that they describe it uh, is that it's kind of like equipping accessories in an RPG. So you can get spirits that have, um, buffs against like poison, poison resist, mm-hmm. or spirits that'll make your character move faster, or, or spirits that are, yeah. yeah, exactly. Spirits that will, uh, make your character's attack stronger. So you can mix and match these different spirit sets and it'll give your character different buffs and it will position you better to fight different enemies, right? So one of the things that's most interesting about this is the way that you unlock these spirits. You guys want to talk a little bit about these, what we're looking at here, which well, I'm is, just, uh, I'm just so, laughing because the, the, when you get one of the spirit challenges, you fight a puppet fighter. Right. So you're not actually fighting the spirit depicted in the little clip art so card. It's funny because you fight an approximation of what that character <laughs> so, would be in the game. So right? Isabel stands in for a Japanese samurai with a chomage, right? Yeah. Or, wine or whatever. Yeah. And, and then so, you fight three Sonics. <laughs> three Sonics to unlock the, uh, the 
Hedgehog Sisters from there Animal Crossing. Or my favorite one, which actually made me laugh this morning. Um, you can unlock Dr. Hal Emmerich from Metal Gear Solid, which in and of itself is ridiculous. There he is. Right. But the way you unlock is you fight Dr. Mario and rob the robot. Against the silver <laughs> rob the yeah, robot. And Dr. Mario is a pacifist. Like, he doesn't want to fight you. He's just, like, hanging back. I think this is so brilliant and so funny. So basically, like, you, there's this selection of screens that we saw that, that has characters, uh, uh, all, you know, like, laid out. Like, you can, you can unlock the following spirits, but you have to participate in these spirit battles to unlock them, right? And it seems like these spirit battles also replace events mm-hmm. from the past games which i'm a little bit disappointed about but these seem just as gimmicky and interesting as those events as well, well i thought i thought they had you know? a, they announced, they, event, they announced mode event, well. event mode as well i think there is also events so there's both i believe so okay i i, I could be wrong about that but i i believe they are i i think these modes are really cool like i think i i saw some people talking about how like oh they look so janky and weird that it's not the real characters well, they, there i think i've seen them described as like clip art uh, i mean he no i meant, here, I meant but... the fights the approximation oh. of the oh fighters. oh oh i see uh, what you're saying i, I, think I they're love really that. creative and interesting yeah, yeah they're really uh-huh. creative and they also just like kids are gonna love that kid like younger people are not gonna care they're just gonna use their imagination and i like that it's Making you use your imagination in that regard. I will say it wouldn't have been realistic, obviously, to create hundreds of spider characters. Of course not. This is so much. This is this is a really really cool way to do it. Uh, The clip art comment. uh, I sympathize with a little bit. I think probably what he meant by it would have been too hard to do trophies is they started developing this. They were gonna do trophies, and then they realized we want way more spirits in this game than we can manage trophies for yeah. well, and, and they made them 2D and I think the, they yeah. do look a little weird just being <laughs> the cards look better if you see the cards yeah. they, they look mm-hmm. nicer they look like little trading cards but some of the clip art it does look a little I think it's kind of cool that they're getting original art from the source of these games like because mm-hmm. you kind of get to see them how they were when they originally came to be yeah and they also but I, I will agree that they look a little incongruous as well because they're coming from so many different styles like that's eh, a little mm-hmm. bit weird but I'm, I'm really into it and I think it's crazy that it's it's an entire different system and mechanic that's just been inserted into this game because yeah. you can raise these spirits just like you raise pokemons you right can like feed them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you can feed them they level up if you if you fight with them equipped yep. there's like it's it's really really interesting the amount of of thought that's gone into this and you and I and Justin Davis were talking yeah. earlier and he was suggesting like like you had pointed out at the beginning that this to me feels like some kind of mobile or gachapon type uh System that probably started as something else, and they decided to implement in Smash. Yep. Yeah, and you're a big Gotchapon fan. Yeah, yeah. I'm a big fan. I'm also a really big fan of like RPGs mm-hmm. like this that you can level up and alter your stats. And it seems like this will play, will be making the single player experience more like an RPG, which mm-hmm. I'm incredibly excited mm-hmm. about. And I think it's really cool and interesting. Yeah, I'm putting a lot more time into that than I thought I was. Yeah, and we'll get there as, as well. But the single player experience looks to be pretty different mm-hmm. uh, this time around. So. Up next on the docket, I did want to talk a little bit about DLC. Pear, specifically, you had brought up some interesting points. Tom, you, you participated in a conversation earlier this morning about this DLC. They, I mean, I put in my notes, um, is this shady? This feels shady. So, uh, <laughs> Probably not from Nintendo's perspective, right? No, but because they have all this faith that they're doing the right thing, that mm-hmm. they're building something of value, mm-hmm. that they probably and, – and they were in the – even in the direct, you could tell. They're like, oh, if you don't have faith that this will be absolutely for you, don't buy it, right? Mm-hmm. Like they're trying to qualify it and kind of like get in front of the criticism well, that they're selling you something for 25 bucks in a closed box and don't tell you exactly something. what they're telling. They're selling you something, right? And they this, don't even this tell the you same thing. it's going to be. No. no. And this is the same thing that they, they – they did with Breath of the Wild yep. is that mm-hmm. they wanted you to pay the $20 up front or however like much it was. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> pay the 20 bucks. Eventually we'll have some DLC that will have some sort of content that you might like, but just believe, trust us. Fortunately, I will say both those DLCs for Breath of the yeah, Wild were really great. Good. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, but, but what they did say is you will get for, you know, if you buy them separately, they're slightly more expensive, like a buck more. Yeah. It's, right? it's, it's like I have $4.99, $5.99, uh, for Stand. individual, uh, packs. Yeah. And you'll get a pack includes a fighter, a stage and music. Right. Right. For that fighter. And then if you, th- first of all, Nintendo acknowledging at launch, yes, there will be DLC for Smash 
awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy because yeah. it, it gives you a reason. If, if you're not the kind of person who, who plays these games for months and months, it gives you a reason to come back. Mm-hmm. I just love that, like this cadence of new releases uh, down the line. I'm totally going to buy the pack yeah. day one, of course, because I like, I know there's going to be a character like a Waluigi or something cool like that. I'm always going to point at you when I say <laughs> Waluigi. That's fine. Yeah. And yeah. honestly, if you play Smash a lot, especially if you have friends, you're going to want to have all of those characters in stages because you might have a friend come over and like, oh, this is my character yep. and if it's a dlc character you don't have it and then you have to buy one anyway so. <laughs> but yeah I don't, I, I don't i don't love that i don't I, mm-hmm. like other companies probably would get criticized so hard if they did this if ubisoft did this mm-hmm. the entire internet would be like falling over and and, and bursting into flames like the horses in red dead redemption <laughs> very good yeah. very good callback uh they also detailed some new Amiibo, mm-hmm. uh, specifically for Pear. Mm-hmm. Uh, they said this is the Pear Schneider update for Amiibo. So we've got um, Inkling, yep. Ridley, and Wolf coming on launch day, December yep, 7th. We'll do those. Yeah. Um, I do think this is funny, the way that this is shot. Like, There's something a little weird about the way that they presented this stuff, because this looks very, like budget but anyway that's uh beside the point uh new, new light box yeah exactly and then we've got king k rule ice climbers and piranha uh piranha plant coming on february 15th Ooh. uh get that for your sweetie yeah well, and we then talked about piranha plant but keep keep well yeah going. we should go back yeah. to that and then uh isabel pichu ken young link and daisy uh sometime in 2019 these look really good they look great young link looks, do we have? looks really good but i think i think Piranha Plant will be my favorite ami- amiibo out of the batch. Mm-hmm. It just looks so good. Yeah, it does look really and cool. And it's not going to have any stupid thing uh, that it has to lean on it. It sits in its own pot. Mm-hmm. It's not going to have a pee stand like Link or a little see-through box like Mega Man. Let's talk about let's talk about our friend Petey Piranha making an appearance in Smash. Uh, not Petey. It's not, it's not Petey Piranha. It's, it's just Piranha Plant. Generic yeah. Piranha, Piranha Plant, which Piranha is plant. weirder. Yeah. It's very weird. Yeah. Nintendo's been doing that, though. Nintendo did it with Mar- Mario Tennis Aces, where they just had oh it's chain chomp it's just yep. a chain chomp or mm-hmm. a paratroopa or you know, a koopa troopa right and they did it with super mario party where it's just a yeah. monty mole yeah. uh, a goomba and let's uh, face it so, it's not like, mary inkling it's inklings right so, so they also generic super off topic but one second while playing mario party while playing as monty mole there's a mole whack mini mm-hmm. game and if you play as monty mole during that game he looks terrified <laughs> and it's the most hilarious thing I, yes i'm serious he looks terrified while you're playing that video this that's game. that is incredible no we haven't we yeah. should do that that's so good that's really <laughs> good uh, but yeah so they, they said here are the last two characters revealed and we're all like oh and then they go and here is another character here's piranha plan but he's coming post launch we don't know when post launch and he and Sakurai said he's not done so yeah. they're, again, they're trying to deflect some of the complaints that they're taking out pieces and piecemealing content after launch. But basically, this will be a free bonus if you pre-order the game. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, if you if you're um, gonna buy no, Smash Brothers, you don't have to pre-order it. They, you have to pre-order the digital version. Right. Well, they said if you get a physical version, you will just have to register it for gold coins okay. on your Nintendo account. Yes. And then you'll get but, it. But it'll expire. Like if it's you buy the game first. after January, it's no longer free. Mm-hmm. Right. It's, you'll be able to buy it separately separately as DLC. Mm-hmm. But you do have all the way up until January 31st yeah. to get Smash and get Piranha Plant free, which is right. which is a huge amount of time and way more than they need to do. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's, kinda, it's the early adopter. Yeah, yeah. It's the it's early, early adopter, adopter bonus. bonus. Yeah. yeah. Pokemon does that all the time yeah yeah that's true too now did you guys notice piranha plant has feet what's up with that why does that pl- well yeah it if does. you I if you notice hopping about in the uh it looks like it's just hopping about on the pot there but no he's got little feet underneath the well, pot piranha has feet i guess i don't know that's weird dude oh, yeah they're, i yeah, guess they're they just have the roots vines. poking through the yeah those are <laughs> poking through the you pot don't know anything about plants those are <laughs> roots <Zach. laughs> According according to our audience, I know a fair so, bit about one plant, but so um, there, there was uh, this the piranha plant became, became a trending topic on on Twitter, and probably not for positive reasons. Like there were a lot of people who were this guy. upset that there is a you know quote unquote generic character in the game versus like Nintendo going back to one of their named characters and bringing them in. Mm-hmm. I think it's great. I Every time they add a character who's not a dude with a sword or you know a lady with a wand or whatever, I'm I'm so happy. I, I think the character. Oh, he does feet. have little feet. He has little feet. Oh, wow. They're so cute. Look, oh, yeah, you're oh, yeah. right. Look at him when he jumps. It's crazy. Okay, what's he doing? No roots then. I think Piranha Plant, from a fighter standpoint, looks awesome. Yep. Yeah, me too. Uh, I think this character looks so cool and so fun and very unique and weird. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't understand why it's not Petey Piranha. 
right? There's, no, there's Petey. Petey as right, an assist Petey trophy. Petey is the final smash. He's but too big. They yeah. were, but they could have just made him. Ripley no. is ginormous. <laughs> they could have made him smaller. Pish posh. <laughs> well, I, I, I don't I, know. I don't mind it. I just think it's odd because it's starting. It it's, it's setting a precedent that has never really happened in in a Smash Bros. game before. Like you said, Inkling is kind of generic. Yeah. All the Pokemon are technically generic as mm-hmm. well. But except for the Greninja, because that is Ash's Greninja, right? Oh God! But it it's <laughs> it's odd to me that they're going this way with a game that is so heavily centered around recognizable characters and taking people you love from other things and putting them in here. Mm-hmm. I, I just didn't expect it, and it does make me nervous for the DLC because I don't want like Dry Bones to be a character but, in the DLC. But there's Why? so Why? many people who love Dry Bones. Yeah, right? Right. but I want it to be a, like let the yeah, example. Toad is Toad is just a Toad. He's not Captain Toad oh, either. I think there is a Toad though. Oh no. There anyway, is the the example I use though is Paper <laughs> Mario. Paper yeah. Mario. All the Paper Marios you would get allies that were these generic characters, mm-hmm. but they had faces and names and personalities and characters that were their own. Yeah, sure. I would have... None of them are as iconic as the generics, though. I that's guess that's the, true. That's true. You know? I guess that's true. Like, everybody knows Bullet Bill, yeah. not Mr. John Bill Bullet. <laughs> right? They know They know the... Um, no, but, like, the... Mo- I understand the point the, you're trying to make. The, I think that the, Mr. John Bill Bullet is a really funny I, name. I love... Uh, <laughs> that will be your next Halloween costume. Yeah. I, I love the, the, the uh, named characters in the Paper Mario series as well, but I... I actually like the way the generics look better because mm-hmm. they're so recognizable. You know, I'm just you know, excited we're going to get to play Oompa. as a potted plant. Yeah. <laughs> Finally. See? Casey's lifelong dream coming true in Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. You like, you like I mean, you got to stop. You got to stop with this. Um <laughs> the last thing that I want to talk about. You knew where I was I going did. too. I could this see it from a for, mile off. This is for the NBC Pear, Facebook group that was Pear there. always That's telegraphs when he's going to do a goof because he tees up like this. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. yeah, it's yeah, a wind up. Yeah, he's I'm winding he's, up yeah. like he's just getting a, a sick burn yeah. queued up. Yeah. So um <laughs> the last thing that I want to talk about was the adventure mode, uh yes. the world of light which looks mm. awesome and it we have to talk about this yeah. insane trailer that starts this off, right? So I wrote here Avengers. I, exactly. I wrote here in my notes, um, Nintendo goes full Thanos and kills off a bunch of characters, question mark, because it looks like they've all accumulated to take on these awful hands. Master, master hands. hands. Yeah, it's just like an army of master hands controlled by what appears to be like the final boss from Final Fantasy VIII. Or the I don't Pepsi know, or but, Pepsi logo are part of the Korean flag. Yeah, with could the be that. actual voice actors of Star Fox and Krom and Pit and Zelda coming back, which is that's super pretty cool. cool. I didn't notice yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the other tiny little detail I love in this: all those master hands are the right hand because mm-hmm. Crazy Hand is the left hand, and okay. that's such a nice little old school Smash Bros. lore. That's pretty I'm good, trying, dude. So I'm bringing up the lyrics from the song that played because that oh, just uh, weirded me out. Yeah, <laughs> there so, were no, there were lyrics. So this is really great because there's this entire like very dramatic laser light show that takes out a bunch of these <laughs> Nintendo characters, but about halfway through, this very Japanese uh, sort of theme song pops up, and uh, we were all watching it as a group this morning, and An- Andrew Goldfarb goes. Oh, I love this song. <laughs> and everyone was like, what? You, you love this song? I think he had a tear in his eye. He did. But, he but what's more important is you got to watch this trailer. Like Sonic really tries, tries to save there, there Pikachu. Are so many, it's heartbreaking. The, the, the Metal Gear one is the best. Yeah. It's, about, yeah. it's right here. Where but it's there, just, there are so many little like hints and in-jokes in this, just in this <laughs> it's sequence. So good. The cardboard but it's, it's also wild because this kind of serves as like a total wrap-up to all the other trailers that they've released. Yeah. yeah. Right? Um this I, is I don't the know. best part. Though. I think it's really great. Yeah, and poor Kirby. Every so not poor Kirby though. Well, Kirby makes it worse. I, I say, Sakurai's I was going to say. Yeah. I say poor Kirby because all of Kirby's friends are dead. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, Hal Labs made the the Smash Brothers. Yeah, series, that was the first. And they also yeah. created Kirby, right? That was the joke and going so around this, this morning. This is the this is the love song to Kirby, the true hero of this new Smash Brothers right. game. I'm He's so the on only board, one right? who doesn't get Thanos snapped. Yeah, escapes and then is really sad and lonely and needs to rebuild the world. Well, okay, so apparently you start the adventure mode as Kirby, mm-hmm. right? Like it seems to me that adventure mode is going to be sort of a progression in which like you start as one character and you have to fight and release all these other characters from this weird 
clone situation that they wind up in here at the end of this trailer. Um, but I think that the overworld looks super cool. It looks awesome. Yeah, oh, it yeah. looks like this awesome, like, watercolored sort of impressionist kind of jam. Like, I really love that. Mix and of all also, of Nintendo's worlds, right? right. There's, and, like, a Pokemon section. Yeah, and it's also really interesting because it looks like you need to unlock certain characters mm-hmm. to, uh, like, to create paths to other areas. We see in this trailer, it's a little later than this, but we see Pokemon Trainer... Uh, using a Lapras to get across the water yeah. to go to another section. And to me, that means like, okay, so I have to fight or free Pokemon Trainer and gain those abilities to move to another section. There, and that's awesome. did Lapras look like a spirit? Uh, I, I didn't look that closely. You might know better than I. There was also a shot of, uh, like flying through space on a lilac cruiser from yeah. Star Fox from planet mm-hmm. to planet. Uh, there's a lot of little cool things. Pikmin enemy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of the really important notes that Sakurai made in right before they revealed this though is, yeah, there's this big story trailer. Yeah, there's this story going on of what happened to these spirits. But this is not a super, super story-driven mm-hmm. adventure mode like, like Subspace Emissary. Yeah, he says it's about yeah. fun. Yeah. It's, it's, I think that you're going to be spending a significant more amount of time in this board mode than you are in cutscenes, yeah, which is right. not how Subspace was. Pear, did you see the jumpy? Yeah, I did see the jump. Yeah. It's a big map, though. The jump. Uh-huh, that's right. <laughs> it's, no, I love the, I love the style of this. I, it, I, you know, I, I wasn't a big fan of subspace emissary, like from a gameplay perspective. I love the concept of having yeah. a side scroller mm-hmm. in a, in a fighting game like this. So mm-hmm. I'm not as excited by the one-on-one battles, but look at this here. You're seeing that there are actually bosses Boss here that are not playable characters. About. So yeah. there could be some cool stuff. So this is a thing. Me and Brendan had a conversation about this way back when they revealed the, La- the Rathalos. Yeah. Cause in the very first trailer at the Rathalos, it's you're fighting the Rathalos in a way that you would never see in normal Smash Bros. fight because they mm-hmm. talk about how it's an assist trophy, but it's on a completely new map that was not on the map select screen. It's only one person fighting against a Rathalos, which you never have one player character right. unless you're in a single player mode. Oh, yeah. And we said at that time, this looks like some sort of actual boss battle in either a boss rush mode or a story mode. And then we saw the Rathalos on Casey's that world so map, happy. which means so happy right yeah, now. which means we're getting boss fights, big boss fights yeah. in this mode, and we're getting certainly. a little Monster Hunter area. To yeah, fight Rathalos. The step, what was it called? Uh, ancient steps. Ancient steps. Yeah, yeah. Mm. super cool. So this is reminiscent of the Master Hand battles, right? Mm-hmm. In the older games, so that you have a bigger enemy with unique move sets. Hopefully we get uh, plenty of bosses that we haven't seen here yet. I would love some sort of boss ru- boss rush mode in Smash. Yeah. I think We've seen, really cool. I think, at least four already. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, it seems like there might be a feature in that. Tom, put there a fact in that. Let's, <laughs> let's let's circle back to it. Uh, we could probably talk about all the news from Smash. There's way way more information that came out of this direct. Yeah. I wanted to kind of cover off on some of the bigger topics. Here like how first. you can press the ZR button to open the dock. Yes, what? just like that. Um, <laughs> but we would be remiss if we didn't talk about Treehouse Live after the direct. Uh, I, I wanted us to talk about uh, Pokemon and Yoshi, but we've only got time for one. And since I didn't have any notes for Yoshi, uh, let's go ahead and start with Pokemon. <laughs> and welcome back, Casey. <laughs> hey. Take it away. So we, uh, it was previously revealed that Pikachu and Eevee will get exclusive moves, and they finally revealed how they will learn those moves. You have to go to special... Um, move tutors at different Pokemon centers around the world. Mm-hmm. And that's, called Mooters. Yeah, Mooters. Yeah. <laughs> no. No, no, but um, we learned about two new moves called Glitzy Glow and Batty Bad. I don't know who comes up with these names, man. They're like ridiculous. Batty Bad? Yeah, look at that. Look at that. Buzzy Buzz, Sizzy Slide, Glitzy Aww. Glow, Batty Bad, and Bouncy Bubble. It's cute for the kids. But the interesting things about these exclusive moves is that it gives Eevee and Pikachu access to move types that they otherwise would never have access to. So your partner Pokemon not only have better stats, but they have access to a a wider move pool than normal Eevee and Pikachu would be able to learn. Right. Please tell me Batty Bat is not a dark move. It's got to be a dark type move, right? (laughs) It's too on the nose. (laughs) It's like George Lucas naming, huh? Yeah. (laughs) Darth Battis. Sizzly Slide. Oh, man. Yep. And we also learn that for the first time ever, we can manipulate the natures of the Pokemon that you encounter in the wild. And this is especially pertinent because in Pokemon Let's Go, Pokemon no longer have abilities. And in previous games, as far since Pokemon Emerald, you could have a Pokemon with the ability called Synchronize. And then if you have that at the front of your party, you have a 50% chance of encountering a wild Pokemon with that Pokemon's nature. So that's Mm. how you would Mm -hmm. kind of plan out what natures you would get right. for especially legendary Pokemon. That was what you had to do. So we would have, I would have a box full of Alakazam with all of the different natures you could have. 
just for catching Pokemon. So this completely takes away all of that work that you have to do, which is really great. So how it works, is you Is that go, great or is, does it take away some of the challenge and the pain? I'm very glad I don't have to. Which is the pain in the butt? Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I mean, I would have to um, train a bunch of Alex Sam with different, all the sure. different natures. See, that's how I feel because I'm replaying yeah. this game. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I need to do the kind of menial tasks again. Mm-hmm. But obviously there are a lot of people who are concerned with this not being a copy of the yeah. kind of like depth of the original game. Mm-hmm. I'm totally, I'm fine with depth. I appreciate mm-hmm. depth. I don't like tediousness okay. to get to the things that you want. Like, especially if it's just time consuming. Like if I already know the solution, I don't want the solution to take 10 hours. Right. You know, I want to just do it. Well, the other thing that I think people need to keep reminding themselves of is that if you're looking for a massively complex, deep fighting Pokemon game, careful, this is just not it. Yeah. You're treading into dangerous territory. Well, I I, I mean, I'll tread away. We'll get that next year. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I think that this is, people just got to remind themselves that this is just not that game. No, we've talked about this. We've talked about this at length on NBC that that this is a game that's obviously geared towards a more casual Pokemon crowd. People don't like to hear that, but that's the case. Yeah. 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 And I think that it's making some smart choices, but maybe sacrificing some stuff that, that appeals to a hardcore crowd. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. And they are also reintroducing the IV judge in your Pokemon box that we had in Sun and Moon. So you could just see your Pokemon's IVs. Mm-hmm. And like Pokemon Sun and Moon, you have to unlock it. Okay. They haven't revealed how to unlock it. That's another feature that is very welcome because talking to someone who just vaguely tells you if your Pokemon is good or not is really annoying. Um, <laughs> hey, Casey. Yeah. I don't remember Meltan in the original Pokemon Yellow, Blue, and Red. No, Meltan is a brand new Pokemon. Brand new. What's going on there? And so you get Meltan by trading a Pokemon from Pokemon Go to Pokemon Let's Go. And with that Pokemon, you'll get a mystery box. And once you open that mystery box, a Melton will spawn in your game for a limited amount of time, and then you can catch it. And you can do this once a week. So you can actually get multiple Melton, mm. which is a Melton is just a really interesting mythical Pokemon. And very if, new. If you, if you've missed this, obviously, even Pokemon Go, uh, rolled this out in a really interesting way where they just started to appear on the map and yeah. people were losing their minds thinking it was a glitch at first, yeah, that was right? Wild. Yeah, that was a and great it was idea. One purpose. It was yep. crazy. Yep. But uh, that's about all the new stuff with Pokemon. Honestly, with the, the new nature feature, I kind of want them to incorporate into the next game because trying to catch a wild Pokemon with the right nature before I have my box of Alakazans is really annoying and I don't want to do that again. I'd rather go talk to a fortune teller and be like, I want to find Pokemon with this kind of nature and then for yeah. the whole next day I will Just find farm Pokemon. Just farm nature. those Pokemon, that yeah. specific Pokemon. Yeah, it's, it yeah. seems far. We're right around the corner from Pokemon. Let's go Pikachu. Let's Damn, go Eevee. So close. 16th. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Do we have it yet? No, we don't no, have it. Not yet. It's well, not soon. in the office yet. But yeah, we're, we're about two weeks out, soon. which is exciting. You're, are you on that review? Uh, I'm not Miranda's on that review. Miranda's I'm on, on the wiki. Review. Cool. Mm-hmm. Right on. Well, does that mean that you'll have to be off the show again? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> just do the show from your desk. It'll be fine. Yeah, we'll just <laughs> Skype her in from her desk. Yeah. I think yeah. that'll work. Yeah. Be- being a nice dad, I, s- I sent my kids a text message this nice morning dad. asking whether they want Eevee or, or Pikachu. Uh-huh. I'm gonna. I'm what was the general consensus? Judged your children. Very Eevee, very Eevee heavy. So I'm yeah. gonna have to be the Pikachu guy. Yeah. So Tom and I were talking. Well, about, versatile. I get it. Do we prefer the Pope Eevee riding on the head or Pikachu on the so- shoulder? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's yeah. a tough choice for me. Pikachu on the head. But Eevee's on the head. Have Eevee's on the head. Fine. Pikachu on the shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of yeah. I like Pikachu on the shoulder. I feel like that's a better. As, it just yeah, seems thought, to fit my lifestyle e- Eevee, a little bit more. You know, plus Eevee's too fat to ride on anything. We learned right. Yeah. yeah. You, you <laughs> googled how much does an Eevee weigh? I asked Siri how much Eevee weighs, and they said 143 pounds, <laughs> which, which is, is very wrong. Which is not true. Eevee weighs 14 pounds. That's like as much as two Rottweilers tied together. I'm really that's glad you guys. I'm really glad you guys got in here and fact checked before yeah. we yeah. started the Pikachu show. Pikachu weighs 13 pounds, but I wouldn't want either riding on my head because the thought of having a 13 pound weight on my head all day sounds like I would have a very yeah, sore neck. But I was gonna say, but think about think about how ripped your neck would be. Like you yeah. just have like a sick neck. Who wants a ripped <laughs> neck, Zach? Just just a just a. Thick, Imagine muscular neck. Open doors with your head, like yeah. locked doors. No big deal. Yeah. Guys, it's time to play a little game that we play here every week on NVC. It's called The Question Block. It's not a game. 
Still not a game. Paris right. Uh, our first question comes from Eric Freshly in the Facebook group. That's um, Nintendo Voice Chat Podcast Forums on Facebook. You can find us there. You can join the group, and you can ask us a question right here on the old NVC show. Yeah. Eric asks, how heartbroken were you by Sonic and Pikachu? And uh, Eric is, of course, referring to that cinematic where just as they're both about to melt – Sonic reaches back to try and gr- grab and save Pikachu. Uh, a friendship, uh, decades in the making. The hedgehog and, uh, and the mouse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man, it did. It. I didn't notice it the first time I watched it, but somebody pointed it out on Twitter. And we're like, how tragic is this? And now I can never unsee it. It's just so sad. Uh, they really love each other I'm, a lot. I'm shipping Sonic Pikachu. I think that's that's love right there. Can you imagine how dangerous that would be as an animal? <laughs> just like, so fast and electrified. That's just like the world's most de- deadly predator. It's like yeah. one of yeah. them yo-yos with the little sparks inside, yeah, man. Yeah, that's terrifying. Yeah, that was very sad. I I, I want to go back and rewatch that that cinematic like four mm-hmm. times because mm-hmm. every one of those scenes had something really great. Like Oh, excuse me, like Dark Pit and Pit were flying away and then Palutena gets killed and they yeah. lose their power to fly and they sink. Uh, so you like they were yeah. flying to getting away and then the, they stop. The cinematics they're, in the series are always so good. They're, like, just, just chock full, they're just chock full of that like deep lore and like funny in jokes, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I think it's really, so really the shield there, the yeah. crystal. Yeah. Yeah, super cool. Um, oh, Bayonetta, no. Girl, I know. Girl <laughs> trying so hard. Yeah. Matthew North asks, uh, with Blizzard working so close with Nintendo, would you freak out if Diablo joined, it joined you as one of the five DLCs? I thought, Man. I thought they were going to reveal it today because in the, in the fighting scene, you see these glowing, glowing eyes in the, <laughs> uh-huh. in the, at the entrance. And I thought, I was like, oh, they're adding Diablo. Cause we had already heard about the, uh, the, the one amiibo. I thought, okay, now they'll, they'll add Diablo. Maybe as a um, as a second uh, an an iteration on Ridley, mm-hmm. you know, because you already have some big wing creature like that. But uh, I think it'd be really cool. It yeah. just yeah. It, it, do it, we have? I'm trying to think. Do we have any other Smash characters that have or series that have a villain without a hero? You know what I mean? Because mm. Diablo is the just villain. as assists. Yeah. You but have Dracula I mean, and what? Which hero character would they add in? Yeah, you well, can't. So he, too, they, those are too generic, right? Right. Yeah. So yeah. here's the storm has done exactly what I was saying with the Piranha Plant stuff where for Heroes of the Storm, they've taken their classes and given them names and backstories and characters yeah. and then put them into Heroes of the Storm as a distinct character. I don't think that would work in a game like Smash, mm. but yeah. it's it's an option. No, Diablo is the only one. Yeah. Honestly. I agree. Yeah. But would Nintendo really put the literal devil into their <laughs> fighting game? I don't know. They had, I don't they know. had Devil Man in their, in their, in their history and That's stuff true. like that. They just didn't okay. bring him back. They put Dracula in there. He doesn't seem like they a super a nice dude. Yeah. I mean, Dark Pokemon in Japanese these are evil type Pokemon, so I mean, like, like yeah. you, got, you got Pokemon that are stealing children's souls. There's a difference. There's so. a difference yeah. between like an evil Pokemon and actual Satan. I mean, like, that's, <laughs> you gotta, you, maybe these evil Pokemon but, serve. But you're right. Maybe that's why we're getting a loot goblin and not Diablo as a as an, <laughs> as an amiibo. I, yeah. I could see, I could bad. see uh, loot goblin or Diablo or something showing up as a spirit. That's for yeah. sure. Huh? Uh, next question, Zachary Rolf asks, do you think there's just too much and it won't be fun unlocking everything? Uh, I, like I said earlier, the character roster screen ballooning from the original characters or the, the initial characters all the way out to the full roster really freaked me out because there's just like so many characters to unlock. It's... And not to mention the idea of like, hundreds of unique spirits to collect some of those spirits level up so you have to train with them to like unlock further spirits like yeah it just seems they evolve yeah which is crazy yeah Yeah. like it just seems like there's an insane amount packed into this game and i yeah i don't know especially as like a fairweather smash fan i don't know how much time i can really dedicate to like trying to complete all this stuff they have to i mean if hopefully you'll have some friends who will play multiplayer with you and that unlocks stuff i don't i just think I think this is the right approach, though. We're, we're it's very unlikely that we'll get another Smash Brothers game for the Switch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? like right. this entire generation, this game has to last. This mm-hmm. is going to be one of their flagship online games. And I was a little sad when Mario Kart came out, mm-hmm. and obviously it was a it was a remake with the DLC packed in that everything was already out there. You know, you you unlock car parts and stuff, but like all the stages, all the cups were open, and it removed some of the motivation for me to go back and play through it single player or mm-hmm. even. Mm-hmm. with another local player and so i i love it when there's all this stuff to unlock and it, i think it's a great motivator and i'll say that i think nintendo with smash bros specifically has always been very good at giving you multiple ways to unlock that's true, the important yeah. stuff so i'm 
my bet would be that playing through World of Light will unlock characters in a same way that just playing multiplayer matches mm-hmm. will unlock characters. Right. And so whatever way you want to play this game, you're going to be unlocking things. That's we don't know that for sure, but that's traditionally what they've yeah. done, and mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if it's just what we see again here. Yep. Yeah. And then remember, there's a there's a one year DLC plan here. Yeah, all the way least, out to right? February 2020. So you'll get those five. If those sell really well, I'm sure we're gonna get more, right? Yeah. Um. And so I I think even if you don't unlock everything in the beginning, mm-hmm. we all always have a friend who has everything unlocked mm-hmm. too. I, I feel like. Life, Casey. life will find yeah. a way. Yeah, yes. we've got Casey. We've got Brendan Graber. Yeah. Yeah. He's just going to play that game day and night. Yeah, we were <laughs> kind of looking forward to having a nice, easy December. And now after Spirits has been announced, yeah. I'm not so sure it's going to be, be the case. No. Brendan's at his desk <laughs> freeze-framing through every yep. part of that trailer, just writing every spirit name down right now. So if you want to know everything that was revealed during the, during the trailer, and I mean literally everything, you should head to our wiki tonight. Huh, I've heard <laughs> that before. To, to the show. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's Look, lots of stuff, guys. Zach's getting all nervous now. <laughs> I thought we talked about this. Yeah. I mean, we did it. We on. never talked about it. She, she. Uh, Peter John asks, do you think being a spirit will automatically disqualify a character from appearing in the roster as DLC? Yes. Yeah, me too. I think, think that, so? I think that's it. I, I don't think... I'm going to say this, but you know it's not true because Nintendo is insane, but I was going to say Nintendo doesn't have that kind of foresight to know every single character they, they'll ever want to put in. Mm. But you know, maybe they do have that kind of foresight. Yeah, I wouldn't so, put it past them at all. Like, okay. I think that's totally plausible. Because I've heard this argument before. It's like, oh no, that's an assist trophy mm-hmm. and it's going to come back and therefore this will not be a playable character. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think it might just change. Like they, you know, Remember, they can patch your game too and like ch- slightly change the spirit or, you know, sure. there, there's yeah, so much that can Assist do. Assist Trophy also is so much more involved and has so much more work mm-hmm. behind it to create that character model. Whereas these are, they're just assets that are already taken from previous games. Yeah. yeah. So like the spirits no. is more, more, bi- more viable to me than Assist Trophy. Yeah. I think that. Like, I hate to break hearts here. I'm super sorry. Waluigi's never going to be a character in Smash. You think so? I will put money on that. If Waluigi is put ever money announced, on it right now. If Waluigi is ever announced for Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, I will show up on this show without a bow and tie. And eat your bow tie. And but- I will do that because I am so confident he will never be a character. So, but- Holy macaroni. I'm, he, he, Why? Because he was in a Sis Trophy, and I don't think they Matter. will ever swap that over. They'll do this DLC pack. You download Waluigi, and suddenly it's like Wario and Waluigi's brother, brother Barrio or something. And he, wears, <laughs> he wears green. And is the there's evil already, version of Luigi. Green one. It's Luigi. It's a, it's a putrid version you of just Waluigi. Putrid. You just green. described Waluigi like three times. No, in it's Mario. Yeah. No, no, no. So it's the it's the Waluigi's the evil version of Luigi. This is the good version of Waluigi. It's different. Uh, oh, I, I get it. Yeah, okay. really that nice. makes that makes sense. No, I think that's doable. Like they they obviously wouldn't have an assist trophy and the player on the screen at once because it would be confusing. <laughs> it just doesn't make sense canonically. It. Yeah. Canonically, yeah. I, I have if you a want, I mean, if you want to talk about Smash lore, yeah. Smash Cannon. Yeah. There's yeah. a piranha plant with feet, man. Yeah, the whole idea of this <laughs> game is that these, these spirits, these spirits are, are things that like can no longer inhabit a physical form, so you can't be spectral. No, you can send and, them back to the regular world. And oh, then yeah, I guess you're to, right. They did say get that. a new spirit. Mm-hmm. Turns out Never mind a, what I said. I, I, I Turns out mind. it was a ditto all along. Boom. Boom. Served. Thank you. <laughs> deals. Uh, last question in this actual, this one actually comes from me. Um, all those Smash Amiibo. Yep. Inspired me. I saw that young Link amiibo, and I was like, you know what? I have a, I have a bunch of different Link uh, action figures at my desk, but I have no uh, Link amiibo. I'm gonna buy all the Link amiibo. Oh, I'm gonna good. get all of them. Yeah, all and Link specifically or yeah. Zelda? No, Link's all the Link. So some of them amiibo, are yeah. hard to find new or not from scalpers. So well, you're gonna have to steal them from. Like here. if you want to get little Majora's Mask Link with a mask, mm-hmm. you'll have to probably pay like forty bucks. Nah, I think I saw them for like twenty five. Yeah, wow. Yeah, that's but I, I wanted to ask to you. A, yeah. Which which yep. is the most exciting of those new amiibo? Because I know you're like Doctor Amiibo. You'll want to click. We'll want to catch them all. So which one so you're going to go I, with? I mean, I think design wise, Piranha Plant. Looks you the said best. Piranha Plant earlier, yeah. Yeah, yeah like, that, that one looks really good. And then, I mean, if you count Ridley was previously announced, I, I think Ridley is just so cool that's because it's such a different one, different mm-hmm. looking one. Wolf looks really good. His stance is really cool. Yeah. All of Nintendo's Inklings look really good. Mm-hmm. Like all of the existing Inkling Amiibo are beautifully modeled. The paint looks really good. Um, but I'd have to go with Piranha Plant. Young Link also looks nice. Yeah, Young Link looks pretty cool. No Treasure Goblin. Uh, I gotta take a closer look. Looks really cool. 
But no, not as good as the Piranha Plant. I could just glue the Treasure Goblin Cupid nope. Deadly I have to a base and just can't do that. that. Perfect. That's not yeah. that's not yeah. the same. Nope. Tom Marks just making it happen over yep. here. That's guys. a Tomibo. That's different. I'm handy. <laughs> Anybody else care to weigh in on this uh, amiibo situation? I just think Ridley looks really good. Yeah. Did you ever buy any of them? No. Yeah. What do you got? I have Roy, Pikachu, Mewtwo, and Link. No Bayonetta either. No. Wow. no. That's it. I don't. I can't list. I think I have like ten or twelve. Okay, I, I have that's good. Yeah. There are too many um, of them. I, I, that's over hundred. The only amiibo. The only amiibo oh, I, I have Charizard. Okay, of course. Yes. course. The only amiibo that I have have been, are ones that have been gifted to me. So I have like a weird hodgepodge. The only amiibo yeah. I have is everyone. Yeah, <laughs> we've seen uh, it. We've seen your desk. I like the piranha plant one a lot. I also like ice climbers just because I'm. I'm oh, glad ice, ice climbers looks good back. too. Yeah. Yeah. This this batch looks great. Oh. <laughs> Goodness, uh, I think that means that our time is up. <laughs> when the when the video wall Very comes on, when the video wall comes on uh, haphazardly like that, there's I a think giant desktop that. and it said Taco Bell. Yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, our time is up. We got to wrap up here, but I wanted to thank you guys for joining me today. Thank you, Zach. Thanks, Zach. Yeah, and I want to thank you guys out there for watching us. We are NBC. <laughs> that's spooky. We okay. are NBC. That's IGN's Nintendo show every Thursdays at 3 p.m. right here on IGN.com, and every Friday at 3 p.m. on YouTube. Don't forget. You can come back next week. We're going to talk about this Yoshi game that we didn't get to today. But mostly, we're going to be on out on a quest to get the thing. Got to get the thing. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.